Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mike, just what was better, in person or watching that back on film, especially the throw to Taj? In person, for sure. Just living in the moment, you know, being in that moment, you know, executing in that moment, you know, whenever, you know, people might have thought the tensions were high or, you know, or anything like that. You know, we were just um, dialed in and make sure we locked in on that play and we executed it. Since the game ended, are you getting a better idea how big that win was? Just not only for the players, but for the fan base. Are you getting a little bit clearer idea how much it meant? Yeah, for sure. I, I understand how much it meant. It meant a lot for not just the team, but obviously the whole Husky Nation, you know, all across the world. So um, it was definitely a great win, but every win is big for us. You know, um, it's hard to win in Division One. You know, it, it's tough to win, and, you know, we, we, we found a way to work as a team and make sure that we uh, get, got that to happen on Saturday. You ran for a first down. Coach, <laughs> Coach Grubb said he told you it was about time. Oh, yeah, he did. He, he always tell me, man, use, you, use your feet, use your feet. I'm like, I got you, coach. I got you, and I need to because he know I'm going to throw it first. But, um, yeah, I had a free hitter, so I had to get out of there. What was, what was your favorite play of the game, by the way? Um, my favorite play, watching that last, that last snap. Will's actually off the field. You know, just that last snap, you know, they were attempting a Hail Mary, just seeing the ball drop short and winning the game, that was my, that was my favorite play. You know, just seeing, seeing everybody's emotions and um, all the excitement right after it was amazing. Hey, um, this, uh, this Saturday could be your last game at Husky Stadium if certain things happen. Has that crossed your mind? I know you're not declaring anything or anything, but still it could be the last time you play here. Yeah, um, it, it really hasn't crossed my mind. You know, I really don't really think about what, what I'm doing past – Right now in college, to be honest, you know, um, as far as, you know, my future, you know, I, I just feel like I put it in God's hands. And, you know, right now I'm here for this team. I'm 100 percent in. So uh, that's all my focus is right now. Well, that would give yourself just a little extra juice going into this game with that in the back of your mind. You know, that, you know this, this place has served you well. You served it well. And um, so, so it might be a little sentimental, that, you know, down after, the, after the fact. Yeah, I mean, I treat every game like my last game. You know, um, I, I want to go out there and put it all on the field, leave it all out there for my brothers. So, um, you know, um, I, I'm going to be excited. You know, I'm going to be same same excitement as I had for the first game. You know, I'm always going to have that each game. And I, I just know what I have to do uh, to come out here and help this, this team, um, help lead this team to a victory. From Florida, you go to Indiana, and then you come out here. And I'm sure there's a lot of unknowns out here. You just seem like you've entrenched yourself pretty much into this program. 
Yeah, um, for sure. You know, I, I'm a dog. You know, I'll be a dog for life. You know, um, I, I came here. I put our blood, sweat, and tears on this field um, for, for my teammates, for a whole Husky Nation and this whole university, you know. So um, I'm definitely going to be a dog for life. Did you know Keon Brooks back in Indiana by chance? No, I didn't. Tosh Davis. You, you weren't here. And I remember Jimmy Lake was kind of, you know, when guys leave, it's like, you know, thanks for coming. We wish you luck. But he always kind of bemoaned the fact that you weren't here. He's going, you know, we want him to come back. We yeah. hope he comes back. And then you did. Yeah. What was behind your decision not to not to be here during the COVID year? Um, you know, I just, I actually, I got sick really bad. Um, I had got myocarditis. Um, yeah, I got a sickness in my heart. So that was pretty much the main decision on why I left. And I had to just be home. My family, I couldn't run. I couldn't practice. So I just kind of needed that for my mental space. I came back, you know, got ready. And, from there we went on. And the last thing for me, when that play started, uh, were you thinking big things might happen? Oh, uh, yes, most definitely. Pre-snap read, I kind of took a deep breath, looked ahead of me, and I just had like a little nick that something was coming. And I knew that since we ran this play previously in the game, there was a big chance the corner might stay in the flats and that whole window would open up. And that's exactly what happened. And Mike made a tremendous throw, man, tremendous throw. Perfect throw, wasn't it? Perfect, it couldn't be any better. Coach Grubb said that ball wasn't supposed to go to you. Yeah, it, it wasn't. Like I said, yeah, that in that play, um, the number two receiver is actually running the 10-yard out, and I'm running the protection fade. But the corner sat in the flats, so that whole window just opened up tremendously, and Mike made a crazy throw from across the field, you know, set me up. Could you hear the air getting sucked out of the stadium while you were running? Oh, yeah, that was one of the best feelings, you know, being a dog, just to hear all the Duck, all the duck fans just – Silence up, you know. I, I didn't really do a celebration, man, but I really wanted to hit one of these, <laughs> one of these little shush, these little shush emotes. But you know, it's just a blessing, man. I can't thank no one but God. What is Can I ask you? I want to know what your vision and what your experience was like coming, you know, as that ball was coming down mm -hmm. from the air to you, and mm -hmm. that safety was kind of late coming yeah. over to help out. Did you see where he was in your peripheral vision, or were you just focused on the ball? And did you have an idea that if you caught that, there was going to be a lot of green grass in front if you keep your stride and stay in bounds? No, exactly. Um, I would say when I cleared the corner and I looked, I saw the safety in my peripheral. I had never really put eyes on him, but I saw he took kind of a bad angle because how the ball was coming so fast. And I was like, oh, wow, this, I'm going to be able to make this play. So then my mind went to making sure I stayed in bounds. So after I made the catch, you see instantly I look at the sideline to make sure each and every step was in bounce, and then I was just off to the races to make sure the other safety couldn't catch me. Do you look up and check out the video board during a run like that? Uh, you know, in that moment, I didn't. I'll tell you one thing. I looked at the ref to make sure I wasn't out of bounds. I looked directly at the ref when I was running. You can see it on video. How many times have you watched that play? Oh, man, I would probably say 200 so far. Wow. At least wow. 200. How many? And, and so what number is higher? The amount of times you watched the play or the amount of text messages you had when the oh, game was man, over? Oh, man, it might be even. It might be 200 <laughs> and 200. <laughs> and look, obviously you guys love winning games here. Yes, sir. Does it make it a little sweeter, though, that it happened down there oh, in yes. front of them? Oh, yes. It makes it that much better, you know, being able to break that streak they had going on at home and be able to go in there and just make sure these seniors are going off the right way. You know, we got guys like Jackson Kirkland leaving, so we want to just make sure that they're able to go off the right way and send them off the right way. I know yeah. that previously these years we've been losing to Oregon, so just be able to create that change and 
spark a new change, you know, that's something that we're looking forward to. Uh, two things I heard about the environment. A lot of talking going on out there, mm -hmm. and there was also a strong smell of marijuana. Oh, wow. Did you yeah, sense I, that? Yeah, uh, halftime, yeah, coming back on the field, we, we, we did notice that. Um, I, don't know, <laughs> I don't know if the guys in Oregon are just allowed to do whatever they want to do, but, you know, the stadium was smelling definitely real strong, real strong. Yeah, and then just coming out of it, there's a big high, obviously. How yes. do you kind of put that aside and focus on this game against the Buffaloes now on Saturday? Oh, you know, um, there's a lot of things still ahead of us. Like, this isn't the main goal. It wasn't just beating Oregon. The main goal at the end of the day is to make it to the championship. So, yeah. you know, there's a lot of things that we can set ourselves up for. So we're definitely seeing all eyes on that and making sure we can handle this game and then handle the next. We're taking yeah. one game at a time, just like every single game we've approached. And, Taj, you, you weren't here in 2018 when Peyton missed no. that field goal. No, I wasn't. But you know about the history. I was watching it on TV. How happy were you for him in that moment Saturday? Man, man I almost wanted to shed some tears. You know, just being able to see him go through all these things, all these trials and tribulations, you know, um, I was I was committed at the time, and I was able to watch that on TV. So yeah. being able to see him make it in person this next time was just – like no other. What was that plane ride like home? Oh man, party the whole way. I'll tell you one thing. The plane, the plane never got quiet. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Taj, great stuff, man. Appreciate this. Appreciate you. Three things that jump out. One pregame, one during the game, okay. and one postgame. What are the three memories for those three instances? Um, I'll definitely say pregame, walking onto the field. You know, we had some of the Oregon fans to the side heckling us. I, I, I love that. So all that did was really motivate us, I would say, just pregame and in the game, I'd obviously have to say the catch, you know, um, mainly before the play even started. Me lining up in my head, I kind of had the image of me making that play because, like I said previously, I already knew that they, they knew the formation and there was a big chance the corner was going to fall off of me. So I was like, okay, I have a chance to make a play here. And the play ended up really happening for me. So, you know, thank God. And post game? Post game, you know, I would say that the time in the locker room, man, the celebration just for my brothers with Coach DeBoer, being able to just get that win in Oregon, break this streak they had going on at home, there's no feeling like it. Like, there really isn't. You said that the fans were kind of heckling you guys a little yes, bit? Yes. So, when you guys were done, mm -hmm. Coach Shepard walked over to those yeah. guys. Did you see that? I didn't. I actually didn't. I didn't. But I know the whole game, they were definitely um, trying to get his attention. You know what he said to him? I didn't. Good I luck don't. today, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it. That sound like Shep. That sound like him. <laughs> I love it. All right. Yes, sir. Jackson Kirkland. How much do you weigh right now? <laughs> I weigh I weigh three twenty five right now. I've lost some weight. I'm at, feeling really good. At three twenty five, I mean, just does it fit, be a little bit easier to walk on air since uh, Saturday night? Oh my gosh, it totally does. Well, I'm still walking on cloud nine, quite frankly. But yeah, I mean, words can't describe. Like, we're all in on Colorado now. That's that's a memory that we're gonna, you know, know for a lifetime. But I mean, what? How awesome was that? That was, you know, I couldn't couldn't have gone better for the Huskies. I gotta ask. After that game, when did you finally see your dad, and what was that like? I mean, yeah, right after I uh, showered and put the clothes on, as soon as I walked out of the locker room, my whole family was there. I mean, we literally screamed. Like, we got up in the air, and we just put our hands up and just screamed, like, let's go. Like, they lived all that through me, all the hatred for Oregon, and to finally have it come to light and beat them at their place, too. Along with them being the honorary captain, I mean... One more. That's a Hollywood script right there. You know what? I One of the things that I noted from the game, there wasn't a lot of odd calls it just seemed like Troy has had an odd call every game but they let you guys play yeah totally and that's what it's all about we we love the games where they just let us play in the trenches and you know, that's where we thrive the most just 
no one messing with us. We just do our thing and play our best ball. Was there much talk out there on the field? Yeah, there's a little bit here and there, but I mean, to be honest, we were just carving up their defense, so I don't think those guys really had time to talk because they were too busy hustling to the next first down. Where, where were you on the uh, pass to Taj? Hey, yeah, I was uh, on the left side with Troy locking our guys down, but I mean, then as soon as that happened, we sprinted down and I found number three I mean, and number nine. We were just all going crazy. That was That's a play we'll remember forever. Yeah, I always hate when people ask, what does it mean? But just how important was that game? Your last year here, you've been here a long time. You've been through all this before. Yeah, that to me, that's just legacy. That's I said it after the game. That's this is the standard for the University of Washington is you know beating Oregon and being on top of them. And I feel like we're back in place there. And that was a program changing win, quite frankly. And I think it inspired a lot of underclassmen. Yeah, you guys. You know, I know Coach DeBoer is that one and zero mentality. But you can't tell me at the beginning of the year that game wasn't circled. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, certainly one and zero mentality. But I will say that's all. That game is always in the back of our minds. That's correct. And just wearing the all purples. Tell me about that. How, how cool was that? You know, originally we were going to wear white with gold pants, but when they decided to go all yellow, I think DeBoer explained this yesterday, but it would have just been too close for contrast. So he's like, all right, man, screw it. Let's go all purple. And I was like, that's awesome. I mean, you got, that's a color war right there. And I love seeing all that purple on the field. It was like a home game for us. You only got a couple more games left here, Jackson. I mean, you've embraced this program. You've embraced this city. Are you going to miss this place? Last home game. Yeah, you know, I really haven't thought about it yet nor do I really want to think about it just because of how you know amazing my time here has been it's it's really been an eternity I came in here pretty young and just the the growth throughout the years and all the relationships and of course Husky Nation I mean yeah I couldn't have been at a better place we give the basketball players a hard time on senior day and especially Quincy Pondexter I think is the worst giving guys you know you're gonna cry and no you're not are there gonna be some tears coming out of the tunnel <laughs> yeah I think so especially this year because you know last year it didn't with the whole extra eligibility I mean I was set on leaving but it still was kind of in the back of my mind I guess you could say but now this year knowing no matter what this is this is it for me I, I think certainly some tears might come out Henry maybe you know just do the most that I could for the team and how difficult was that decision to come back ultimately like like what did that come down to and and, and what was that like um it was easier than I thought it would be uh, like I got to talk to DeBoer and like some of the coaches and I talked to other people about them and just like the feeling that I had from last season about like you know unfinished business uh, it just made sense to me in the end and what has it been like to to come back and not be sure if you're coming back and then for the season to play out the way that it has how, how satisfying is that personally to be a part of this I think it's been immensely satisfying I think just to you know, be a part of the success that this team has had this year and the turnaround in just one year, one season has been like a great thing to see. It's been a great feeling to have and you know that that we're showing people, you know, what we can do and like we're raising the expectations, we're raising the bar every week. What's it been like too to do this alongside? You got a, it's a mixture of young and old on the O line, but Jackson's here, Corey's here. You got some seniors that are that are doing it together. What's that been like? It's been awesome. It's been great. I love playing like Jackson. You know, we've been just came in the same class. Corey's an older guy that transferred here later, but uh, just to have those like older guys that you know you have uh, common qualities with, and uh, you've played together, and you've built up that trust and everything. And then you got like the younger guys like Troy and uh, Roger, and just being able to you know talk to them and like see how they've progressed and how much they've improved has been awesome. 
And where does I'm curious what what last weekend was like? Where for a lot of the older guys, you ask them what their favorite game was, and everyone says 2018 Apple Cup snow game. Is Oregon close to that? Where, yeah, where do you think that was? My one's new left? favorite. This is definitely okay. my <laughs> new favorite right now because that's going to be a tough one to beat. You know, going into a hostile environment uh, in Austin where you know it's going to be loud. You know, the fans are going to be saying stuff and uh, just like the meaning of the game. You know, the rivalry is like so hostile and just to go down there and be able to put on for the fans that were that traveled and made the effort to go out there i really there's nothing really like it thanks henry Appreciate thanks. It. Henry, what do you remember about the 18 game down there over in uh down in austin. No. oh in austin yeah that was my yeah my sophomore year yeah. and I, I played a little bit it was like some special packages i got to go in and there was uh one play uh where we had uh uh, I was like an extra tackle or that came in and like knocked over uh, Caleb to be tight end. So it sounds like you're doing kind of what Garen is doing now. Pretty much, pretty much. And uh, I, was, I just remember like doing the play and seeing Savon like break free. And I, that was like my first play like uh, there in uh, getting oh, the in. reverse. Yeah. yeah. And it was just amazing. Like just to be able to like it was a sunny day, like great environment, great football weather. Uh it was just like awesome and then just like the way that the game played out you know it was close and it was nail biter and uh i was just really happy that we could you know pull it out this year i was gonna say you're one of the few guys that probably can really appreciate what peyton did with his kind of redemption mm-hmm. arc when when he when he was setting up to kick what were you thinking when he, oh, when he was setting up to kick i was nothing but trust yeah. nothing but trust i love that guy i know that he uh, you put him in that situation, he's going to want to prove himself, and he did. And, uh, you know, now nobody's uh, – you can you can think about the 2018 kick if you want, but right now the thing that's in front of my mind is him winning that game for us. So, yeah, yeah I love that guy. I know some people have been asking kind of what – we asked the coaches what it was like in the, on the plane on the way home, what it was like – what was it like for the players? For me, it was uh, – it was a little surreal because, you know, you get on the plane and there's, like, the, the whole hype and everything about the adrenaline of the game has, like, died down. And then you really, it just, like, hits you and it sinks in that, you know, we went there and we did that. And we put on for all the alumni, we put on for the dogs and all the fans. And uh, it was, I was, like, hugely proud of the team and the way that we responded to all the adversity down there. Jackson, obviously, was special for him being down there, but also his dad was there for the coin flip yeah. and everything. How, did his energy kind of feed the rest of the offensive line a little bit? Because you could see kind of in some of the hype films afterwards, he was hyping you guys up at the end with the Say Who Chan on the sidelines yeah. and things like that. How was his energy kind of maybe infectious for you guys? Ja- I think Jackson is a great leader. He's a great guy that has this energy and that throughout the game you can count on. Uh, you know, he's always there. He's always talking to everybody, lifting them up. And I think just his ability to be able to like instill confidence in everyone he's around is a great thing. And is it almost easier or harder to game plan and prepare for another opponent now? Because on the one hand, you're compla- now you, the motivation is clear. You know exactly the game plan's in front of you. Everything's right there. On the other hand, it might be psychologically hard to come down from something like that, and you might have a letdown. How do, how do you guys approach it? Uh, we have to approach it like it's you know like any other game. Like we have to. Uh, what is the saying that coach would say? It's like. It's not coming to my head right now. But pretty well, I mean, much, you guys do the one and no mindset every yeah. week. I, I understand kind of all that, but maybe subconsciously, you're still maybe in Eugene a little bit. Yeah. Because it's such a big thing, and, and just, it was so historic. Yeah. It, 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 but at the same time, does it almost make it easier to go? Okay, now we've overcome that huge hurdle. Now we've got 
these two games in front of us. We win these two games. Now anything can happen. Definitely. Definitely, because it's like you go down there and there's this, this great team that, you know, has a great uh, fan base behind them to, you know, cheer them on. And uh, that's that was a huge challenge to go in there and do what we did. Uh, it was hard. It was tough. And, uh, you know, these last two remaining games, it's just it has to be one at a time and it has to be the same amount of preparation, if not more. Yeah. yeah. And as far as Colorado, it almost feels in some ways that they're in the same situation you guys were in last year, mm -hmm. having the coach is gone. They're, they're, they're kind of in a shambles right now, not really sure what their direction is. How do you how do you go up against a team like that? Do you just say, well, it's no mercy, doesn't matter, you're the next guys up, this is the way we go? Mm -hmm. A team with nothing to lose is a dangerous team. So, you know, I'm definitely not taking it easy. I don't want to be surprised by, like, the level of effort or how good those guys are. I'm going to watch film. I'm going to do what I need to do to get the job done. And it's, uh, you know, I just don't want to leave anything up to chance. Great. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Eddie. So, like, this is our taste in my mouth just with everything that went on. And, mm -hmm. and I was just kind of, like, just patiently waiting. And then when I got hurt again, I was just like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to play. So to be able to play and beat them in their, in, you know, in their house. Yep. That was the sweetest feeling ever, man. I was going to say, you love winning games here, obviously. Mm -hmm. Does yeah. it add a little, maybe extra layer oh, of satisfaction did. because it, it happened down it there? It definitely did. <laughs> yeah. It definitely did. I was telling Z on the way out, I'm like, I, I would have loved to have won it here, but like, it feels so much better doing it on their turn. How, how much do the fans talk to you guys directly? The ones sitting right behind the bench. How much do you hear from them during a game like uh, that? I, they were probably barking all day. Like I, I remember when we played Wazoo freshman year, they were like right here talking trash. So I already knew what to expect, and like they were barking, and I was like, nah. <laughs> so was, I had to lock in, man. There was way too much things going on. Yep. The fourth and one play from mm -hmm. the 34. Yeah. Talk me through what you saw on film after that. Um, I mean, we were, the funny thing is, I messed that up in practice like two straight times. So, <laughs> like, when they ran it, I was like, that was like the first thing I'm at. I'm like, all right, man, like, they're going to slant. Like, I'm shooting this thing no matter what circumstances. Like, and then, like, I'm literally shooting it. And I literally see him in midair. I was like, oh, no way. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, it was just like, oh, like, and I was like, oh, yeah, like, we can kick a field goal here. I'm like, oh, yep, it's sweet. So, yeah, it was good. Alex Cook. That same run, run lane. And I'm going to shoot that same gap that he ran through, and that's what I did, and I was fortunate enough to make that tackle. Yeah. Alex, you and I talked a few weeks ago about the issues that you guys were having on third down coming yeah. out of the Arizona State-UCLA game. What's different now? What's changed in the last month? Yeah, attention to details. Uh, obviously, we got some guys back, which helps out a lot. Misha's back. Misha's you know, been playing lights out, and that guy is such a leader on for the secondary. He's 
really he's probably, I would say he's the main spokesman of the secondary. People think it's me, it's not. It's Mish Powell, mm-hmm. and Mish has just been over the top of his communication, over the top of the details, bringing this together. And I'm, I'm not gonna say I'll say it like Mish is the reason why a third down has been been a lot better. Wow. Talk more about that from like a technical perspective. What is yeah. it that he brings to the table that allows that to happen? Yeah, I mean, you know, as a as a safety, you know, we got to analyze the whole entire picture. So, you know, some some details can get lost. But with me, she's he's sometimes uh, he's narrowed into a few things, which he can pick up details out of certain formations and certain splits from the receivers. And he's like alerting me, hey this is such and such route i'm like oh yeah right right mm. appreciate that mish and sure enough that's the route and we're able to anticipate that and able to make plays on that and get off get off on the field on yeah. third down alex cook is with us eddie said that was the funnest film session he's ever had <laughs> after a game tell me about how much hooting and hollering was going on during that film study after the game on saturday i didn't i didn't know funnest was the word <laughs> <laughs> i just made it up here <laughs> no nah, that was definitely Definitely a relief. I mean, I, you know, after those losses, going to film sessions, those suck. Because you know, you know, all you remember all the plays you messed up, and you know the coaches are gonna gonna get in you a little bit. But you know, once you get those big wins, it, it actually you actually have to you know hold yourself a little bit more accountable because you can just because you won that doesn't mean you play perfect. Right. So, you know, you got to take a professional approach to the film sessions and still still learn what you need to get better at. But yeah. definitely a yeah. definitely a relief going into the the position room. Right, and then unless you're planning on playing here for a decade, yeah, right. <laughs> this is it. This is it. Saturday. It's the last one. You're gonna walk out of that tunnel for the last time. Tell me about what your emotions are as you play your final home game on Saturday. Yeah, uh, you know. It's hit. It's, it's all starting to hit me a little bit. I just think how crazy it is, how long I've been here, how much change I went through, mm-hmm. all the coaching changes, co- changing within myself. You know, all the things I was able to, all the things I will wait, walk away with. It's just all hitting me at once, and I think, I think you might see some, some emotions coming out of me walking out that tunnel during senior night. So you know. Yeah. I don't know what it's going to look like, but I'm a TIS fan. I'll probably cry a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Go get him, man. Appreciate this. Thank you. Yeah, Alex, with it being senior day, does that make it almost easier to emotionally get past how huge it was in Eugene so that you can get yeah, on focus and get I, prepared? I would definitely say that because, you know, after those big wins, it's, it's very, it's, I mean, it's human nature just to, you know, fall back and be complacent. But knowing you know, all the guys – Hopefully, all the guys love the seniors on the team, uh, and they're they're invested in that, and they want to send send us off right. Uh, I think it's I think it's really easy for us to invest a lot into this game emotionally and physically. You know, a lot of guys a lot of guys are banged up. I mean, it's week twelve. People are banged up. I'm banged up. Everybody's, you know, fighting, scratching and clawing, trying to get through. But you know, we're investing a lot in this week, and you know. Um, you know, for myself, I'm just trying to be as mentally strong as I can be to push through. You know, I, I don't know how many snaps I played on Saturday, but I mean, I was barely getting off the plane. Like I was, I was hurting. A lot of a lot of us were, but you know, we're gonna push through so we can send off the send the singers off right. And I was also gonna say with with me, she talked about him. With all the veterans in general, how what was it like, kind of in game, 
trying to get guys like Javion and Elijah Jackson and some of those other younger guys with no Devon, no Julius. How was it, what was it like in game to try to get those guys going, get them up to speed? Maybe you know, maybe put a put an arm around them if something bad happened. Yeah. How, how was that like? Yeah, the big thing is with the young guys is confidence. You know, they don't. Well, I would say this. So the young guy coming in as a freshman, you don't know what kind of player you are. You're, you're trying to figure out week by week. And I'm, I'm pretty sure they don't know what kind of players they are till this, till this day. But, you know, you have to do everything you can to get them up to speed, uh, extra preparation throughout the week. And, you know, make sure they have that confidence to go out and play, play their game. But, yeah, it's, 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 it's crazy because, you know, freshman year, you don't know if you want to be, uh, you know, hard-nosed tackling safety or you want to be like a Miles Bryant kind of guy who can finesse his way through and, you know, still make plays on the perimeter and, you know, kind of like a hybrid corner at safety or be a hard-nosed tackling safety. So you don't, you're trying to figure out all that, all those kind of things and, you know, kind of, kind of get lost in it, but a little bit and. Yeah, man, you just got to – that's just the hardest part about being a young guy is figuring out what kind of player you are. How has the team generally responded this week to, to coming back off an emotional win, trying to get ready for a, a team? Frankly, it's kind of in the same situation you guys were a year ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, definitely coming off that win, there's a lot of confidence around around the team, just knowing that's what we were capable of doing this entire season. Um, it was sort of a realization moment for the entire team, knowing that – we can very well be 10 and 0. We should be 10 and 0. But you know, what that, those games are tricky because you know you go from one of the best teams in the country to you know Colorado, who's not doing so well. And you could say this is a trap game. And if you don't if you don't prepare the right way, they can very much beat you. And we know that, and we're preparing harder than we've ever prepared. And I mean, we're just gonna. They're just gonna let it go. You mentioned ten and zero, though. I mean, are there regrets? I mean, are there things that now all of a sudden kind of creeping in the back of your head about what it could have, should have? It definitely frustrates you a little bit that you know you could be ten and zero, but we definitely learned a lot. We learned a lot about ourselves. Learned a lot about this team uh, with those losses. So, I mean, in hindsight, I'm I'm grateful for those losses because we were able to come together as a team and be even better than we were before. I was gonna say, could could you have beaten Oregon maybe if you? If you hadn't gone through right, those, maybe? Right, You know, that's one of the things that kind of glad that you went through those losses, right? But, you know, I'm just, I'm just I don't know. That's, that's just one of those things where I don't know. Well, I, I think it's a lot of the fan base, too. If you guys were 7-3 and three right now with a loss to Oregon, you wouldn't be in the top 25, probably. And mm-hmm. you'd be like, all right, we can, we can still accomplish things this season. But right now, it, it feels like, all right, this is a team that can win 10 games and yeah. go to a major bowl game. That just changed everything. Is that kind of how you guys are feeling too? Definitely. I mean, I mean, I was thinking back to Oregon State, where we were, was it six and two, and I was like, man, six and three would be an ugly record. Mm-hmm. So we were able to get that win, seven and two. All right, you know, if we lose to Oregon, seven and three is still not a very pretty record compared to eight and two. So, you know, that motivation from six to three. Or seven to seven and three to eight and two. Man, that was you want that eight and two. It yeah. looks a whole lot better on the resume. So you know we we did everything we could to get that win, and we're going to continue to do the same thing coming into this week. Peyton Henry, how's your last couple of days been? Uh, feeling good. You know, I was ready to get back to work this week and uh, get ready for a big game this Saturday. How much did you? 
going into the game, think about this is a chance to kind of reverse what happened in 2018. Yeah, no, I was kind of trying to go out there and do my job, uh, not worrying about that too much. Uh, you know, can't let that affect me or have a impact on me. He's got to go out there and do my job no matter what. Yeah, Chris Peterson said he texted you yeah. after the game. Yeah. Tell me about that. Yeah, that was a pretty cool uh, text to receive the next morning, so I was super, super happy to see a text from him pop up on my phone. Uh, really meant a lot. You know, he's a great guy, great coach, and uh, yeah, yeah it's a great text to receive. What was the reaction from your family after that game? Oh, yeah, no, my parents were there. Um, they were super excited for me, obviously. You know, they come to every game, home or away, so, you know, can't, you know, express how much I love them, you know, appreciate them and all that for all the support they give me, you know. Yeah. They're just the best. Did so. you get the sense that your teammates kind of knew the history and how big that was, not just for them, but for you as well? Yeah, I'm sure they did. I mean, you know, obviously I got a lot of new guys on the team, so I don't think they, you know, knew quite as much about it. But, uh, you know, a couple guys brought it up to me during the week and kind of just brushed it off, being like, oh, no, it's a new game, you know, new year, all that stuff. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's, the, what's the attitude like? on this football team right now, having to kind of put the drama and the high of what happened last Saturday aside and focus on Colorado now on Saturday. Yeah, you know, you know, just going to put that game to rest, you know, the 24-hour rule, you know, just after that that period of time is over, you, just, you know, kind of move on to the next game, you know, put that one in the past and get ready for Colorado this weekend. Right. Go get it, man. Appreciate thank it. Thank you. Thank you. What was the best text you got after the game? Probably Coach Pete. Uh, that, really, that really meant a lot to me. Uh, just because, you know, he, he meant a lot to me when I was here. Uh, you know, coming in as a freshman, playing for him for uh, three years until 2019. So, yeah, that was just that was an awesome text to receive. It really meant a lot to me. I think I told you this after the game, but on that first field goal, I was standing in the end zone mm -hmm. in the same spot I was when you missed the field goal. And I looked out, and it was pretty much the same spot and the same angle. Yeah. It, I mean, it was eerie. It was the same place. Did, did it, it had to have crossed your mind a little bit. Uh, not in the moment. Those, you know, moments I'm trying to just focus in on my job and just do what I got to do to uh, put some points on the board and, uh, you know, <laughs> help, the, help the team, <laughs> help the team, you know, just do my job and all that. So, uh, you know, I think in the moment it wasn't, you know, in, the head, in my head at all. One more. What was the locker room like? Oh, it was unreal. Uh, yeah, a lot of dancing, a lot of uh, all that, you know, just good vibes all around. Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. Are you still listening? Good. Take a deep breath. You needed a break. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. So, yes, you can literally stream a stream. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation.